0: Hair is something most of us have at one point in our lifetime. For many people, hair is a reflection of identity and a pillar of self-reflection and self-esteem. Hair has historical, philosophical, cultural, and religious ties. Throughout history, hair has been associated with femininity. In European history, women were not allowed to fight in the Civil War and would shave their head to blend in with male soldiers. In countercultures throughout England and the United States, hippies in the 1960s grew out their hair as a symbol of freedom and liberation towards traditional views. Towards the end of the 1960s and throughout the 80s, skinheads would shave their hair as a testimony of going against conventional norms. Hair also has a symbolic trait towards strength and heroism, from the biblical story of Samson to Hercules in Greek mythology. In some cultures, hair is seen as a crown, and styles such as braids should be respected, as they represent where a person may be in their life. Biologically, hair in mammals is used as a protective feature for either camouflage or to create a barrier to prevent infections. For all these reasons, hair care has become extremely important, which has created a demand for hair care products. But like many wellness products, consumer demand has generated various hair care brands, claiming they can do it all from hair thickness, shine, to even hair growth. Along with these claims, fear around certain chemicals in hair care products bring on concern, which has produced an additional market known as clean beauty. I'm Carissa Grohl, and this is Scammed Wellness. According to Statista, an online marketing consumer website, hair care revenue in 2023 amounts to $13.4 billion, with most revenue generated in the United States. The hair care market is vast, with thousands of products. Within the last few years, there has been skepticism among consumers when it comes to ingredients in food, drugs, and cosmetics. A 2019 survey by the Fashion Institute of Technology's Graduate School of Cosmetics and Fragrance Marketing and Management found that 90% of consumers believe that natural ingredients are better for them. But where did the fear around chemicals come from? Certain ingredients like sulfates and parabens are now on everyone's mind because of recent headlines. This consumer pushback has created a new demand for natural beauty products, which then created the clean beauty movement. Clean Beauty assures you that all of the conventional products you're using are toxic and bad for you, while promoting clean and natural ingredients in their products. We have seen this in celebrity skincare lines like Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop to conventional products like Johnson & Johnson. Additionally, it doesn't help that cosmetics are minimally regulated by the Food and Drug Administration. The FDA states that manufacturers are trusted to do their due diligence by regulating and testing their products. The only ingredient the FDA regulates in cosmetics are color adjectives and ingredients found in sunscreens and acne treatments like benzoyl peroxide because they are considered drugs. Additionally, the FDA states that terms like natural and clean are not regulated terms and don't necessarily mean a product is safe. The confusion around safe ingredients has blurred the lines between companies and consumers. When we start to look at the claims and marketing tactics some companies go to to ensure their product sells, that's when we have entered a trap of greenwashing, fear-mongering, and pseudoscience. Greenwashing is a term used to describe the act of making false or misleading statements about the environmental impact of a product or practice. Fear-mongering is a useful tactic used in capitalism. Comparing your product as being clean and natural compared to the competition, which is described as poisonous or toxic, is how this tactic is often used. This narrative convinces customers that one company's product is better than the next without actually proving what their product can do versus the competition. This tactic can oftentimes enter the world of pseudoscience, leading to outrageous claims of hair growth, reversed aging, and cure-all ingredients without actual scientific evidence. Because of the clean beauty movement, consumers are hyper-aware of companies and their products— Recently, the hair care brand Olaplex has been under fire on social media due to a recent lawsuit from 28 women who are claiming Olaplex products left them with severely damaged hair. Olaplex is a hair care product for damaged hair and was created by two chemists, Eric Presley and Craig Hawker. Olaplex started in 2014 and contains a range of products for specific hair problems through a numbering system. Within the last few years, Olaplex has garnered immense popularity due to its success in repairing broken and damaged hair. Olaplex profited $176 million in 2022. Olaplex is different compared to other hair care products because unlike conventional products which coat the hair, Olaplex has patented technology that penetrates the hair follicle and repairs the hair bonds at the molecular level. The active ingredient in Olaplex is bisaminopropyl diglossal dimaliate, which aims to repair the broken disulfide bonds of hair. Here's a quick hair anatomy lesson. Hair is made up of the protein known as keratin. Keratin contains the amino acid cysteine, and amino acids are the building blocks of a protein. Now, at an even deeper level, our hair is made up of disulfide bonds, that's two sulfur bonds. Cysteine contains sulfur atoms. When we use heat, water, and physical manipulation on the hair, we break these disulfide bonds. Because Olaplex's active ingredient repairs these disulfide bonds, it does a better job at actually repairing the hair, which is why most people have seen great results. But now, Olaplex is facing a class action lawsuit in California that was filed on February 9th, 2023, by 28 women who have stated that Olaplex caused dryness, damage, breakage, and hair loss. The lawsuit was filed in federal court stating that Olaplex Holdings Incorporated is responsible for $75,000 in damages. Jessica Arania stated on Good Morning America that she had been using Olaplex's shampoo, conditioner, and clarifying shampoo for only two months when she started to experience hair loss. Olaplex denies all accusations in a statement made by Olaplex to Refinery29. Olaplex stated that their products do not cause hair breakage or hair loss and that their products are safe and effective. Olaplex then went on to support their statement by acknowledging the extensive ingredient testing that they do to each of their products. Olaplex has publicly released ingredient tests from third-party laboratories. On their website, Olaplex states that they perform human repeat insult patch tests also known as HRIPT, which is an industry standard test which follows strict protocol to ensure the products do not cause skin irritation or skin sensitivity on normal skin types. This means that when a product passes the test, the product has proven to not cause inflammation or sensitivity. Olaplex states that there is no induced inflammation to the hair follicle, which is the primary cause of hair loss. Olaplex says they take their quality control a step further by doing additional HRIP testing on sensitive skin types to further ensure their products are safe for everyone. The CEO of Olaplex, Zhu Wang, stated that they don't take the allegations made lightly and they are willing to fight the lawsuit. However, this isn't the first time Olaplex has come under fire for safety concerns. An ingredient known as lylol, a fragrance used in most beauty products, was banned in Europe due to its concerns around infertility. Controversy around the ingredient sparked when the European Union determined lylol to be reprotoxic, which means that it has the potential to adversely affect fertility and was removed from products for cautionary reasons. Although the U.S. has not banned lylol, most U.S.-based companies removed the ingredient, one being olaplex. However, allegedly Olaplex was still selling older products with lilo, potentially in hopes to fade out old products until they release the newly formulated ones. The potential dangers around lilo are from animal studies, which showed adverse response on the liver and male reproductive organs. However, there's no human randomized clinical trials that show these same results in people. To add, there are no clinical trials that look at lylaw and hair loss either. Another ingredient known as panthenol or vitamin B5, which has been linked to being a potential irritant that can cause inflammation, blisters, and flaking, which are some of the symptoms that the customers had reported. In an article by Refinery29, they interviewed a registered toxicologist, Rainy Gosh. Gosh herself specializes in dermal toxology. In the article, Gosh talks about panthenol, which is a derivative of vitamin B5 and is a natural element of hair. Panthenol has been a key ingredient in many hair care products for years. It's shown to strengthen and smooth hair, and in some studies, it has shown to stimulate hair growth. Gosh goes on to say that if panthenol was not safe, it would not be in the majority of hair care products that it is, and we would see a lot more issues. Additionally, there are no studies that show adverse effects around panthenol. Unfortunately, this lawsuit is not the first nor the last when it comes to products causing harm in some customers. Other companies like DivaCurl and Johnson & Johnson have faced similar lawsuits in the past, and the experiences of those who have dealt with these adverse effects from a product should not be taken lightly and deserve a thorough investigation. Consequently, the media grabs hold of the stories and creates a sense of panic among others without having all of the details, potentially to people who aren't even having the same issues. And the cycle of fear-mongering continues. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let's get into it. First, I want to address that I'm not a dermatologist, an esthetician, or a hairstylist. I'm not coming to you with answers to your hair care needs. I'm coming to you more of the lens of like this wellness trap that encompasses many things. Hair care happens to fall into that category This story is important to talk about because there are a lot of parallels in skin and hair care marketing that are similar to food marketing, especially with the new movement of clean and natural ingredients. Secondly, I want to acknowledge that I'm not dismissing the experiences of the women and others who have lost their hair or have had any hair damage due to any product. When I first heard of this story, I was concerned. I was confiding in my friend, and I wanted to know more about hair care treatments. I knew she I knew she used Olaplex, I started to dive into like what Olaplex was, what she thought about it, and that's when she found this lawsuit. Right away, my brain went to this product is overhyped, it's possibly dangerous, everything fear-mongering wanted to convince me of, I was starting to get convinced of it. And I took a step back and I was like, I need to ask a lot of questions before I believe everything I'm reading like the lawsuit is very new there's not much information etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's when I went to YouTube and TikTok and things like that and I looked for experts opinions so there are a ton of hairstylists on YouTube and TikTok who are breaking down you know not only the lawsuit of Olaplex but also how this works and how you know Not every product is going to work for everyone. And because I even started to fall down this wellness trap, I, you know, knew that this would make for a good episode. So let me explain this wellness trap. We start to use a new wellness product. Maybe it's super popular. Maybe it's a conventional product. And then we start to hear things about said product, like big scary lawsuit, or that it has quote unquote toxic ingredients in it. Or on the flip side, we're told another brain works better because it's natural. Now we assume the original product is now bad for us and the more natural product is better because we have been sucked into the fear mongering without understanding why something is bad for us. We take it at face value, we throw it out, and we swear to never use it again. Maybe we even take it a step further and we begin to spiral about the other things around us that could potentially be poisoning us. There's a ton of messages out there screaming this information, from social media to documentaries. The clean and natural movement has been making waves. By now, if you have listened to most of my episodes, you understand how much I loathe fear-mongering and false claims. And that's because oftentimes people are getting seriously hurt, they're being financially exploited, or worse, they're dying. Another point I wanna make is that certain products, even if those ingredients come from nature, can still have negative reactions because we're all different. For example, some people are allergic to strawberries. Strawberries are packed full of nutrients, but for those who are allergic, they are toxic because their immune system recognizes strawberries as an allergen. That doesn't mean strawberries are toxic to everyone, just to those who have an allergic response. Now, while I hate seeing the wellness industry manipulate people into believing certain products are better because they are natural, I do think that Olaplex could be more transparent with the lawsuit. However, the case is still new and these issues are calculated and take a long time. A lawsuit doesn't automatically mean that a product is bad or should be taken off the shelf. A full investigation and their day in court is owed to them, just like it is for everyone else. I'm not dismissing the experiences these women had with Olaplex. However, we need to acknowledge that they could be allergic to a certain ingredient in the product. Again, that doesn't mean everyone will have the same reaction. I've also read up on some of the miscommunication with Olaplex's product use. There's been people claiming that Olaplex states it to be used like for daily use. Others have reached out to, uh, to Olaplex and they've been advised to minimally use the product. I was talking to my stylist about the case the other day, and she was telling me that Olaplex is a treatment product, so it should only be used minimally, it's just for treatment purposes. And that's because keratin, the protein that our hair is made out of, um, essentially clogs the hair follicle, like it can build up on the hair follicle over time. And that can lead to um, the follicle being blocked So other nutrients cannot come in, which causes the hair to dry out and break. I found this part very interesting because we now know that washing our hair every day isn't good for the hair and products tend to stay in the directions for daily use. I remember when shampoo used to say like on the back of it in the directions to shampoo condition and then to repeat shampooing. I don't know if anybody else remembers that, but that just screams capitalism in my opinion. Like, like use up the product so that you then go buy the product again and again. I will say that the clean ingredient movement has applied a lot of pressure to big corporations who rightfully deserve it. High quality ingredients shouldn't be specialty ingredients. They shouldn't come at a higher price. They should be the standard. Our food system, healthcare, and wellness products need a major reform. Consumer protection, corporation transparency, Access to good health care and regulation are all just a few of the items that, in my opinion, need to be addressed. All a huge driver in why I host the podcast. But we, the consumer, need to be aware of marketing and how corporations use it to seem like they are doing us a favor when in fact they're just playing the game. As consumers, we should be pushing for transparency among large corporations, and this could look like many things. One company who I really believe is changing the game is a small skincare brand called Cocokine. Cocokine calls themselves a conscious beauty brand, and what I love about them is that on their website, in their About section, they have a tab literally called Transparency. In the information, they acknowledge that they are moving away from the status quo of skincare by not partaking in buzzy marketing claims and that they want to be transparent with their customers. So one change that they have already made is on the facts label, like on their packaging, they have formulation facts that show how the product is curated and how the product works with your skin. So the ingredient is broken down and then it's explained on how it works with your skin. Another thing I love is that they've added they've added a sustainability fax. So it's no surprise that climate change has been making a large impact in our ecosystem. Their sustainability breaks down their carbon footprint of the product's life cycle so that they can measure that over time. We talked previously about greenwashing. And to me, this action seems like a genuine step in the right direction. If you wanna learn more, just head to their website. It's CocoKind.com. So C-O-C-O, the word kind, that's, that's their brand name. They have done a great job breaking down the information, and I do hope that other companies follow in this direction. Moving forward, we all have a personal responsibility to understand what our values and ethics are. These two things act as a domino effect impacting who we give our money to and bigger picture things like the economy and government policies that regulate and control what companies can and can't do. While I do think Olaplex is doing a good job right now in handling the lawsuit by addressing it and adding in their data around the products, I hope they continue to add transparency and not ignore these issues. How a business or a person acts towards allegations against them sets a precedence. If there's two things I want you to take away from today's story, it's that fear-mongering and scary headlines shouldn't be the only driver in questioning a product. If a product isn't working for you, discontinue using it. And secondly, you have the right to demand good products without falling into the wellness trap.